0: Welcome to Your Happy Place Podcast. I'm your host, Jenna Ross. I am an entrepreneur and a real estate investor. Each week, we will be bringing you interviews about real estate investing, property management, and sharing inspiring stories. Are you ready? Let's get started. So today on the podcast, I'm so pleased to have Sarah Kinlan here with me. Sarah is a mindset coach and a motivational speaker, and she has the business Pearl Performance Incorporated. Welcome, Sarah.
1: Hi, Jenna. Thank you for having me here.
0: Yeah, it's my pleasure. So Sarah and I met on a course about getting paid to speak with Mark Black, and that was wonderful. And I knew Sarah was special when she connected me to to speak on a a podcast. That was wonderful, Sarah, and I really appreciate it. And I think I was looking at a quote recently on Instagram, and it was saying, you want to be in a room with women who speak your name when opportunities come up and think about you that way. So I really appreciate you connecting me and I I myself am a connector, so I really appreciate it. Let's dive right into what you do.
1: Okay, thank you so much, Jen. I love that quote. I love connecting people. I, I think that's the value of women sharing their voice and letting other women know what it is that they do because then when an opportunity comes up, we can advocate for each other and get us connected. Um, I love that we have that connection to to the podcast and I'm happy to be here today on your show. So a little bit about me, I'm Sarah Kinlan. I am the founder of Pearl Performance Incorporated. The name of my company, Pearl, comes from my daughter's middle name. She's Libby Pearl. Her, Her name came from her grandma Kinlan, which is beautiful. She also has the middle name, Pearl. But to make a pearl takes grit. And I talk a lot about grit in um, all of my coaching and all of my speaking. Grit is something that's super um, important to me. It really means being like relentlessly pursuing your goals, but also trying new things, being open to discovery. And so since I've discovered grit, my world has changed. And one thing about grit is that it can mean like hustle, work hard, go, 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 go after your goal. But for me, I've found that I balance my grit. So my pursued my goal with grace and grace is really forgiving yourself and being kind to yourself. So what I do with my clients is I help them develop the right balance of grit and grace to then go after their goals. Because if it's all forgiveness for yourself, then it's like, well, maybe next year I'll go after my goal, right? You can't be all grace and you can't be all grit. You have to have the right balance. So that's really what I do with my clients is... Um, And any of my audiences is really talk about grit and grace in the right balance to get after some goals that people never thought that they would go after. So,
0: yeah, that's beautiful. And yeah, it's so important to give ourselves grace as entrepreneurs, as parents and, you know, just as friends as all of the things. Yeah, that's really important.
1: Yeah, yeah. So I set a goal about a year ago for myself. Um, I set a goal to become a world-renowned speaker, coach, and educator. So that is my goal. I am going after it every day. I take one small action towards it. For example, recording this podcast is speaking. So that is an alignment to my goal. And it's easy for me to say yes to this, right? I can set my priorities every day with ease because I know what my goal is. I can say, does it line up to my goal or bring me rest, joy, you know, other things, right? But, or is it going towards my goal? That's a yes. And otherwise it's a no or it's a not right now, right? So having that clear goal really helps in me deciding what my priorities are every day.
0: That's so important as well. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, a lot of our listeners are real estate investors. And so this is all relevant to them as well. Rit to go after some of the investment properties when you're building a portfolio, the grace to know that you know you're gonna make a few mistakes. And if you if you take the education that hopefully you won't make too bad of ones, but um what I always tell real estate investors who are new is just to, to get started and, and, you know, setting a goal, like, like you've mentioned really helps.
1: Yeah. So it is like, it's getting for, for anyone listening, like, what is your goal? Do you have it written down? Do you know what it is that you're going after? Is it something easy? So sometimes we set a goal, like a a real estate investor might say, I'm going to set a goal to buy two properties this year. And last year they bought two properties. So to buy two properties again this year is a goal that you've already done. Something you know how to do. Not super exciting, right? Whereas if you think, maybe I should set a goal to buy five properties this year and you have no idea how you're gonna come up with the money to buy five properties. You have no idea how that's gonna go, but that's the exciting part about having a goal like that. You get up in the morning and you think, there's gotta be a way. I'm gonna find a way to do this. I had no idea a year ago how to become a world-renowned speaker, coach, and educator. No idea. And I've had so much fun figuring it out. And I, I have speaking engagements around the world booked towards the end of this year. So it's happening, right? And it's a goal that excites me. So I really encourage your listeners to think, what is your goal? What is something that excites you? What is something that you're going to go after? This year, we still have half a year left, 2023, right? We're at the midpoint. What are you, what's the goal that you're going to set so that you can say, I'm so happy and grateful now that on January 1st, 2024, I did this,
0: right? Yeah. Yeah. I can see the, when you were on stage, the the confidence that comes from having that goal set and the things that you'll just do a lot more other than, you know, you might've been just sitting on the couch, but now you're getting up off the couch and you do lots of things. It's really, really cool to see. I love it.
1: Yeah. And it's like, so exciting. And and it's not work, because it's what you want to do. It's what you love to do. Right? So yeah, I just really encourage your listeners, if they're thinking about, you know, their goals for this year, is it a big goal? Is it something that excites them? Is it something that's going to get them out of bed every day excited to get after it? And if it's not, then do some reflecting, right? What is it that You want to do with all of my many of the workshops that I do and and host, and many of my speaking engagements, and all of my coaching clients. We always start with a reflection like, what did 10 year old Jenna want to be? What was she like? What were her likes? What were her interests? What were her hobbies? What did she want to be when she grew up? And then we go to the other end of the career. What do you want to do when you retire? What are those things you said? I always want to do this when I retire, right? And then what are some things that you've never done before that you always wanted to do? So it gets your brain thinking about the things that you want for your life, your hopes, your dreams. And then I say, stop waiting, right? Stop putting off ten year old dreams. Stop putting think waiting till retirement. Start living your best life today. because life is short, right? We know life is short. Today, I can easily say I'm living my best life, uh, and I want to help clients do the same thing.
0: Wow, that's awesome, Sarah. And I think I, I want that too for myself. And I'm sort of on a path of putting myself out of my comfort zone a lot. Mm-hmm. I, I do um, do the things that scare me and things like that. Speaking is one of them to try to learn that skill. And definitely, um, it kind of brings me to think about legacy and, and, you know, that point to life is really short. Because we got some sad news that a member of our Halifax real estate investors group passed away suddenly. And he was active in the Filipino community. He was one of those people that was just out at every networking event. And I love networking. So I'm at a lot of them myself. And he'd just be there, you know, smiling, very professional. He was a mortgage broker, and he was also a family guy. So I saw him recently in May at the, um, the Blue Nose Marathon here in Halifax with his kids for the youth race. And he was coming around for the to see the mascots with his kids. And my husband happened to be dressed as a mascot. So yeah, so his name was Donic Abad for anybody that knew him. And if the family happens to catch this podcast um we're really thinking about you and the kids and and it's nice you know to think that when i think about him you know i think about his smile and 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 he was a community guy and a family guy so so that's wonderful and i think everybody has to be mindful that life is short we don't know how much time we have but we know you know even if you live to it's it's a short period of time that we're here on this planet so we want to do the things that that light us up and you know and make every day count as best as we can for sure yeah
1: yeah absolutely. so yeah. my my condolences to um that man's family and friends and all of his colleagues um life is short right? yes and when i think about leaving a legacy. I I came across this quote when I was very new in my career, which is the number one job of a leader is to grow more leaders. And I've been growing leaders my whole career, and I love it. And it lights me up. I have mentored. I mean, I started when I was just on contract still, I was hiring and training and leading co-op students. And some of those co-op students have gone on to be like directors in the organization, and they're one of my proudest accomplishments. But after I got past the stage of leading co-op students, then it was leading engineers and supervisors and having lots of people that I could develop into leaders, because we're all leaders, right? So I love pulling those leadership qualities out of people, even my children. Right. I'm leading them. I'm leading by example. They see my work ethic. They're all hardworking kids. Yeah. Yeah. So leaving a legacy for me is knowing that I have helped develop other people into leaders and I've led by example.
0: I love that. That's so beautiful. And I think that's kind of making me think about um, the thing that I notice as I go and I see speakers and, and watch speakers speak on stage is like, everybody has a story and we don't, we don't always think that our story is unique, but, but when you listen to the stories, everybody's so different and they have something to share. So I think that's wonderful about growing, growing other leaders. That's very powerful to think about. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Yeah. uh, You are the only you, right? Nobody else is you and your yeah. story does matter. And people do want to hear your story, right? So right. especially young entrepreneurs, like a big part of your audience, they need to be visible. They need to be out there, right? Mm-hmm. So if you think you're not the type of person to be visible, you are. There's no specific type. Tell your story, get it out there, be visible, and your business will flourish as a result.
0: Yes, I think that's one of the things I love the most about the real estate investing meetups that we host is the the young real estate investors. And they're so keen. And, you know, and you think if you could go back in a time machine and be their age and start investing in real estate, how awesome that would be.
1: Yeah, Yeah. it is amazing. Yeah.
0: Yeah. And what is the advice that you like to leave for the younger generation coming up?
1: yeah, so definitely advice for you know people just out of school. But even if you're twenty years into your career like I am, you're gonna have like a group of people supporting you through your career. You're gonna have mentors, you're gonna have managers, maybe you're gonna have um, sponsors, people that have you know bring your name up in the room like we talked about at the beginning. And I had all of that through my career. So for twenty years, I had a career plan. I was going after. I was developing and and climbing that corporate ladder, but I was being coached only by people inside the organization. So it was really about what are the organization's goals and how is Sarah going to fit into the organization? No one ever actually asked what does Sarah Kinlan want to be, right? What do you really want? And so it wasn't until about a year, a year and a half ago now that I hired a coach from an external company. And... She helped me find who is Sarah Kinlan, what are my values, what matters to me, what's my personality. Uh, we did so much work together. We worked together very close. Almost every day, we were in contact for about eight months, and that it was transformative for me. She helped me understand that I had a gold rule-following personality, and I had followed the rules. My whole career, I had followed the rules. But I had this other side to my personality, which was orange and like to have fun and take risks and be brave. And so that's when I started my own company. And I started coaching other women to see the same, like, what is it that lights you up? Who are you? What do you really want to do? So getting that outside perspective was critical for me. It changed my life. So I highly recommend anyone in their career to Seek the advice of a coach, even if it's just like a couple sessions with a coach um, who can really help you see who you are and what what you really want to do. Because the organization will, if you're working inside an organization, they will definitely help you achieve their goals while you're developing. And I am so grateful for my 20-year career, 20-plus year career, and all the skills I developed. But at the end, I wasn't where I wanted to be, right? And so now I'm on a new path to become a world-renowned speaker, coach, and educator, which is where I want to be. And that's what lights me up. So definitely my advice, look for a coach outside of your organization or outside of your area of expertise to help you.
0: Sure. I'm just smiling to myself because I left a 14-year career in information technology. And it's so true about the organizations and your you know you're setting quarterly goals but they're not the goals for yourself um and you don't know if you're in line with what you're supposed to do because you're always trying to reach those goals and focused on that so that's that's very interesting i never really thought about that before mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah that's awesome i would like to ask you where is your happy place
1: yeah my happy place is in the forest um my husband and I have, well, we worked our whole lives to get this beautiful 10-acre property, which about a third of it is forest. Almost every day, current, current se- it's m- mosquito season right now, so I don't get into the forest as often because they're there full-time, but I do have a walking path around the edge of the forest uh, that doesn't have as many mosquitoes, but my happy place is definitely outside You'll see many of my social media posts that I do are videos taken outside. I'm definitely more comfortable outside in the forest amongst nature. Yeah, that's my that's
0: my place. That's so beautiful. You're the first person to say the forest, but it makes a lot of sense. It's so grounding and beautiful and you can go you can go there in the winter time, any season really. Yes. The winter
1: is my favorite season. There are no bugs in the forest in the winter. So I definitely go every day. I snowshoe through the forest every day. I, It is my happy place. Um, a friend of mine sent me this quote on the weekend that said, come to the forest. There's no Wi-Fi, but the connection is great. And oh. it totally resonated with me.
0: Yeah. I love that. I love that so much. Yeah. So where can our listeners go to connect with you and learn more?
1: Yeah, so I have a website, Um, That's probably the best spot. Everything is there. But um, I'm very active on Instagram. So at Pearl Performance Inc. And also on LinkedIn, uh, Sarah Kinlin. I'm the only Sarah Kinlin on LinkedIn. So yeah, lucky me. Eh? <laughs> yeah, that's great. Um, so yeah, I'd love to connect with any of your listeners if any of them are thinking, "Oh, this is interesting to me." Um on my website, you can find a spot to book a quick 15-minute discovery call with me, and yeah, I'd love
0: to connect. That's so wonderful. Thanks so much for coming on the podcast, Sarah. Thank you, Jenna. Thanks for having me. Thank you for listening to Your Happy Place podcast. We really appreciate you tuning in. And until next time, stay cozy and kind.